0: Today, Solicitor General Mike Farnworth says he's reversing Surrey Council's decision to keep the RCMP and continue the transition to its municipal police force. Of course, repercussions from that uh, big announcement today at 12 noon. Now, at that press conference, uh, Mike Farnworth was asked how long he sees, how long he believes the full transition to the SPS will take. Take a listen.
1: I think it will probably take up to about three years to do uh, the full uh, total uh, transition. Um, the move to a police jurisdiction will probably uh, happen, happen sooner. Uh, what we have to ensure is is that things take place in an orderly fashion.
0: That was Solicitor General Mike Farnworth speaking earlier today. Now, we did hear from uh, SPS uh, uh, Chief Constable uh, normal Pinsky uh, and he has said at the press conference today that there are 339 SPS police officers and 60 support staff. At this point, he says, there are about 200 officers that are on the front lines in Surrey. So 200 SPS officers. He believes they need about 300-plus on the road to be the police of jurisdiction. At this point, the RCMP remains the police of jurisdiction. But a big announcement today, and as I said, uh, Mayor Brenda Locke, not happy with that with that decision. I'm sure we'll hear from her in the days days ahead. Uh, joining me now to talk a little bit about uh, this announcement and its impact on Surrey is Gary Begg. He is the MLA for Surrey-Guilford and a former RCMP member as well. Uh, Mr. Begg, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Jazz. Good to talk to you. Yeah, uh, so first and foremost, tell me why this is the, a good decision for Surrey in your mind. Well, I think the biggest uh, thing about this
1: is that it uh, ends the uncertainty that has been plaguing this uh, city now for, uh, I think, more than three years. Uh, What the citizens of Surrey wanted, clearly... Uh, was a decision to be
0: made and in this case I think it's a step forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, You say that this is a final decision and uh, the the community moves forward but the mayor has already said she is not happy with it. She has a majority on council. How do you move forward when you have a council that isn't happy with that decision uh, and may be intransigent when it comes to budget issues and and deciding how this community moves forward? Uh, Do you not think that there's going to be many, many challenges ahead particularly uh, with a council and mayor that believes they should decide the the type of policing model in their community and not a minister in far-off Victoria. Well, I think
1: that um, uh, the s- sort of the supreme voice in this uh, whole situation is the Solicitor General. It's very clear mm-hmm. in the uh, BC Police Act that the minister, it doesn't say that uh, he could be or... Uh, he should consider, it says he must Mm -hmm. ensure an adequate and effective level of policing and law enforcement is maintained throughout the province of British Columbia. And he, that is the Solicitor General, has very clearly indicated today that he takes his responsibilities very seriously. He, as you know, having been in government, he has a whole uh, retinue of uh, police and policing Uh, professionals behind him Mm -hmm. who have helped him uh, come to this decision. Mm -hmm. So I think it is a case of uh, doing what is best uh, for the future of policing in Surrey. Policing, as you know, is very dynamic and uh, uh, is constantly evolving and changing. Mm -hmm. So uh, exercising the authority that he has is Uh, the right thing
0: to do now I won't belabor the point now the 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 mayor in her press release did say quote the municipality is given the authority under section 3 subsection 2 to choose the model by which they will police their municipality so there is a disagreement there but I won't belabor the point we'll leave that to Ms. Locke uh, to justify but one of the other things uh, that is before your community is absorbing the cost of a police service, a new police service. The Opal report of 2020 estimates it'll, it would cost about $40 million in one-time capital and transitional costs. The city recently said it's closer to $175 million to $285 million. Your government has offered $150 million over five years. So whether it's $175 million or $285 million, according to the city, either way, there is a deficit. And today, um, Minister Farnworth on this show said there is no more money. Do you worry... As an MLA of backlash from certain members of your community, you say, wait a minute here, my property taxes are going up to pay for this transition. Justify this to me, Gary Begg. Why is this happening? Do you worry about that?
1: Well, our government has recommitted to providing, as you say, $150 million to the city to help ensure that the costs of transition are not passed on to the people. Still, at the end of the day, it's the city's responsibility to pay for their policing costs. Mm -hmm. Uh, The minister also uh, offered to discuss other uh, non-monetary issues the province can provide to ensure
0: uh, the people of, uh, of the community of Surrey are safe. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about the other issue, which you know well, because uh, you've spent many years with the RCMP. And I think my time as a reporter, you and I have uh, had a few interactions along the way many Indeed, years yeah. ago now, <laughs> many years yeah. ago now. But uh, I spoke to uh, Professor Rob Gordon from SFU uh, at 430. Uh, and um, we talked about, you know, hints coming out of Ottawa that potentially RCMP would head to a, an FBI model handling national security, cybersecurity, those bigger, loftier issues that are there and be taken out of uh, local policing to a certain degree and hopefully the transition would go to a provincial police forces across the country. You've been in the belly of the beast. You've seen the RCMP in, in its many years and... Um, what went wrong with the RCMP? What strategically or structurally went wrong that, it is, that it's now a force that, A, doesn't have enough members, B, uh, you know, struggles with local policing, there's national issues, transnational crimes, cybersecurity. What went wrong in your mind with this force? Uh, was it political leadership, uh, leadership within the force? What, what, what got the RCMP to this point?
1: Yeah, that's an interesting question. I'm a very proud uh, former member of the Mounted Police. I spent all of my, my working life there, and I'm very proud of the some of the uh, finest women and men I know in law enforcement are members of the RCMP. I think if I were to pick one thing that the RCMP was not particularly good at, and it, this was true when I was there, is what I call nimbleness, this ability to quickly transformed to meet uh, whatever the emerging needs were. I love and respect the tradition that is the Mounted Police, but I think uh, the Mounted Police can be faulted for not changing with the times, not uh, adapting quickly to the changing face of of policing in Canada. And as you point out, uh, um, the government, The federal government has signaled their intent to perhaps change to an FBI model, which would allow the police to concentrate uh, on specific criminal functions rather than broad, broad policing functions. So in a word, uh, the RCMP is not nimble or was not nimble and uh, was not nimble enough to.
0: Uh, adapt their policing style and philosophy to the changing needs of the public. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are you supportive of this broad conversation now where RCMP would actually be uh, a national security force like the FBI, and then we would head to a model where we probably would head to a provincial police force? Would you be supportive of that?
1: I was part of the uh, Select Standing Committee on the Reform of the Police Act in British Columbia, and as you will recall, that was the first recommendation that was made by the all-party committee, that is, that uh, we uh, revert to a provincial uh, policing model similar to Ontario and Quebec. And I still believe that that would be the best choice to uh, best meet the needs of British
0: Columbians wherever they live in this province. Uh, Gary, thank you so much for your time today. I look forward to chatting with you soon. My pleasure. Thanks, Jess.